What's happening, everybody? We welcome you to another interview with another great San Diego player, Jaden Brown. He is from Helix. He is committed to play football at San Diego State. The Aztecs actually just announced that their season is back on, so I'm sure that you're like you're all sorts of levels of excited about uh, seeing that come back right now. Congratulations on the commitment, man. Uh, I think it's fitting. I don't know. I'm assuming you did not plan this out, but it says Helix number one up there in the upper uh, corner of the, the what we can see behind you up on your wall. So perfect. Great. The Helix kids know they're number one, and, and that's the kind of mentality. My man, thank you for joining us. Let's start with that commitment, though. San Diego State, how'd that feel? What was that decision? Why did you choose to stay here? Um, well, it just felt right. Well, you know, everything going on, um, our, obviously the whole recruiting process was a little bit different. Um, didn't get to, you know, visit any schools or anything like that. But, um, yeah, the San Diego State coaches, they made me feel super comfortable. And, you know, I got to, you know, see the campus being that, you know, we're living in San Diego. And, you know, it just seemed like a good fit. And, you know, the, the time that I committed um, felt like it was a good time to get, you know, locked in with the program. And, you know, I'm super excited about my decision. And, you know, going to San Diego State, you know, I get to have my whole city behind me. You know, all my friends, family get to attend games, you know, when they open up the new stadium in 2022. So, you know, that's something that I'm definitely excited about. So I, I was, I, we've talked with a couple of kids here and there that have had different kind of opportunities like you about, you know, you get to go play in newer, nicer facilities. Did thinking about getting to open up that brand new stadium play a small part in you deciding to go there? Um, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, they use that and, you know, the recruiting, um, as you know, uh, a big buying point. And I think, you know, it was super cool, you know, for my family, um, to be, to know that they're doing that and, you know, they would all be able to be able to come watch me play in a new, in a new stadium. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely something that was, that was important to me when I'm going through recruiting and all that. I can think of at least two Helix Highlanders, and I apologize if there are more that are currently on that San Diego State football team, um, but I can think of at least a pair from the last couple of years uh, that are there right now. It seems to me like over the last maybe like five years, though, the number of San Diego kids recruited on that team has gone up. I see Carlsbad, Steel Canyon, uh, the, the Helix, the numbers are growing from every East Lake is there. Olympian is there. Like there's all parts of San Diego seeming to be there. Was that part of the pitch that they gave you was stay home? Like it, it give us a little bit of insider on, on, on what that is like. If they're really trying to capture the San Diego talent and keep you guys here. Yeah. Yeah. And they made that, that's a, that was a big, you know, point in there, you know, recruiting also, um, they want to keep, you know, the best, the best talent that's in San Diego and San Diego and, they think that they have a program now that, you know, has kind of established itself a little bit to where, you know, the top talent in San Diego um, does decide to stay and they're not always, you know, leaving to a LA school or something like that. Um, they can actually come and compete in their home st city and still compete at a high level. So, and I think, you know, with San Diego State and their success um, recently, um, I think that that also, you know, makes the, the, the kids in San Diego want to go play for a good team and, you know, play, you know, you know, me coming into my uh, freshman year there, you know, I'll be playing with, you know, numerous people that, you know, I, I've known, you know, going out through high school. So that's definitely a, a big piece in recruiting and going there. And it's a, definitely, a, definitely a positive. Is it, a, what is it like for you in terms of just kind of how you put it into the, you know, the equation of your head? Because you have to be rivals with those people at some point. 
where you're like, oh, that kid from Carl's bad or, oh, that kid from so-and-so, like whatever the school is, you're like, I got to line up against that guy or I've, you know, either that guy trucked one of my friends or he played dirty or like what, like you, you, you butt heads in football. You don't always get to just be like, oh, I love and respect that, that tight end over there, even though he's bashing my brains in like, but then you got to go be teammates with these people and be friends with these people. So is it one of those things where you're kind of like, Ooh, the fact that I really, that kid was kind of a nuisance in high school makes me want to play with him. Like, how do you rationalize all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, you know, me personally, like I always respect, you know, other good, good players. And, you know, when you, you go against a player and you know, okay, well, this dude has been, has been good. I've guarded him before, you know, through high school and, you know, he's going to San Diego State, you know, and it, it makes it, it makes it kind of comforting to be able to know that you're playing with other good players and, you know, a lot of people um, think that you know it's a good thing to to play with you know talent that's that's high caliber. I think that's obviously going to make you better playing against people that you know that are going to compete. So let's sure. talk about the high caliber experience. Anytime we have Helix athletes in general, on because the the athletic culture there is pretty elite, but the football players especially, it's been a twenty year thing now where where Helix football has been considered in that upper tier in San Diego, what is it like being inside that world? What is it like being a member of the Helix football team? Um, it's pretty good. Um, it feels it's, it's great. You know, it's a good responsibility. It's a big responsibility. Um, but, you know, coming into every year, we're always going to have, you know, a target on our back. And, you know, since my sophomore year, that's something that our coaches have always preached. And, you know, we just kind of always have to keep a winning standard. And, you know, in the locker room, you can feel it. Um, we're always keeping that that high standard in there and, you know, playing for a team that, you know, is expected to go to the championship. Um, you know, it's a big role. And, you know, this year we're going to have a lot of young guys and those young guys are going to have to buy into, you know, the, the traditions of the program. And, you know, I think that it's, I think our coaches do a good job of getting everybody, you know, gelled in to understand that, you know, now you're playing for something that's bigger than yourself. And we have a lot of alumni and previous players at Helix. Um, so, you know, every year we have to come, back stronger and you know hope that we could get to a championship and you know put on for the people that that play before us we were talking actually earlier today on our latest podcast about players that we're looking forward to this season and i mentioned your entire offensive line um are you scared of any of them are there any dudes on that offensive line where you're like ah if i saw him coming downfield on a screen i don't know if i would i might give up i might give up the touchdown yeah we definitely we definitely have some dogs and you know seeing them i practice every day competing um, is, is something that that's great for me. And just to know that we have, you know, high caliber guys up there and you know that the quarterback is going to have, you know, some time back there. And, you know, we have, you know, all across our line, you know, we all know that, you know, Sean Martinez, I believe is one of the best two way linemen in San Diego, you know, for sure. And I think I can see that just from, you know, the practice standpoint, seeing what he does out there, but, you know, our whole, our whole line, you know, across the board, is is very talented and they all make each other better for sure okay that's a really good politically correct answer but you're kind of dodging my question if sean martinez was loose in the secondary and it was between you and him to stop that touchdown are you gonna are you willing to go straight at that human being to try and make that tackle and get the ball carrier you know i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what i can to avoid him um but you know i gotta i gotta, I gotta do what i do i gotta do what i have to Look, 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 it is, it is no shame. There are, uh, there are just like, there's one dude every couple of years that comes through San Diego where you're just like, yep, nope, that's a bigger, scarier human being uh, th than anything else. And, and it's good though that you know he's on your side so that this is just a hypothetical and you don't have to actually have it end up happening. Um, For sure. I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> seriously. Uh, 
do you mind if I switch it to a little bit more serious of a topic for for a few minutes? Um, you were somebody who was very vocal on our social media when we were posting kind of off and on about various causes, Black Lives Matter, just social justice. When sports got shut down, I think America had a lot more time to pay attention to some other stuff and some uncomfortable stuff. But you and I spoke in DMs a little bit. You posted very eloquently on some social media about how really there's no specific angle or rant other than just education and and wanting to take positive steps forward. So I'm not going to assume that anything has actually really happened, but you've got the platform now and we can, you know, this isn't a comment section. This is a chance for people to actually hear maybe some of, of what uh, you w- would like to reflect upon the experience has been like for a teenager over the last couple months to absorb all of this. And I mean, did you go out to any of the, the protests and any of the marches? Like I just, for, like for someone in high school, what has this experience grown you up in? How has it been? I mean, I know that's a hugely loaded question, but if you wouldn't mind sharing just a little bit on it, I I would be honored to hear. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely a it's definitely a topic that's you know important to to me and you know my my household because obviously, and I think the most important part, like you said, is education, and you know a lot of people aren't educated on the issues. Um, that, you know, go on, you know, all the time. And, you know, social media now um, kind of puts a lot of these issues out there. And a lot of these issues have been going on for a very long time. And, you know, talking to my parents and talking to my dad and my mom and people who grew up before me and what they went through, um, it definitely gives me that kind of eye opener to what's out there and everything. And, you know, me, I kind of, you know, want to inform other people on, on things like that also, because, you know, you know, at school, you know, they're going to they're gonna teach you certain things in school, but, you know, they're not going to teach you all the things. So, you know, that's, I think, one of the most important things is education in that, in that aspect. I mean, is it is it relieving to have the conversation finally and finally be like people who weren't even really cognizant of what's going on, you're able to engage with them? Or is it something where you see this all going on, but you're just like, uh, ultimately, this is just adding more stress to my life because now I got to deal with trolls who scream "All lives matter" at me, or or, or something like that. I mean, because I'm trying to figure this out because I I'm definitely not in your shoes in any way, shape, or form. But especially, I'm just not young like you. Um, high school was a different experience for me uh, than it is for you. So, what has this been like, just in terms of, of are you are you happy that these conversations are happening, or has this ultimately just brought on more stress to to even try and educate people? Um. You know, so I think I'm, I'm glad that these conversations are happening because, you know, when things uh, and this you know topic kind of happen, a lot of times it's swept under the rug and, you know, we don't really talk about it enough. And, you know, a lot of people don't really know a lot about these things. So, you know, when it's getting news time and when people are actually able to see the things that people are going through and stuff like that, I think that's very important because, you know, there's a whole lot of people that don't see the other side and, you know, I think that being that it's being talked about, I think it gives people all kind of an opportunity to see, try to hear the other side and see, go through comments and kind of see both sides and see what, what other people may think on the issue. Um, and I think that's important. I think if, if everybody just only listens to themselves or, or listens to their parents, then, then we're not really going to go anywhere. But when everybody merges and, and combines thoughts, then I think that's, that's kind of how we go forward with it, with, the progress. Well, and I thought it was interesting. A, a lot of the people that were 
dismissive maybe of some of the questions that I was posting to social media. And I think it's amazing to see how everybody takes their angle at it versus just a seeing it as, oh, that's just five words and a question mark. Um, but a lot of people say, well, what are these high school athletes really going to do? It's not like they can, you know, boycott. They don't have TV deals. They don't have anything like that. And I was sort of feeling like it's the opposite. What can these high school kids do? They can grow up to be the generation that actually makes, you know, palpable, tangible change. So I would say to you, or I mean, I maybe would ask you, I mean, you, you don't, is there a way for high school kids right now to feel a little more empowered? What would, what, I mean, what are you thinking that a high school athlete can do? And, and maybe there isn't even really a right question to this and I'll stop with the serious questions after this one. Um, but you know, will you wear something? Will you, uh, you know, take a knee for an anthem? Will you just try to engage kids? How can a high school athlete make some sort of step in the right direction to help make the, this world a little bit better place? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, I think high school athletes, you know, they think that they don't have a voice, but but they do. You know, the things that they do on Friday nights and the things that they portray on social media, you know, those things rub off on other people. So, you know, for example, you know, during the season time, you know, whatever people decide to do with, you know, wardrobe, whatever, to shine a light on issues, um, I think all of those things are are good, are good steps because you know, a lot of people don't know about issues and maybe, you know, you, you put, you know, a name of a victim on, on your cleat or something like that. And somebody goes, or they see that name and they go home and they look that case up and they go and start to research things, you know, about that. And, you know, they, they tell other people things like that and they try to educate other people. I think that's kind of the main thing that high school athletes can do is educate others. And, you know, obviously 17, 18 is the, the time to vote. And those are the, these are crucial years. So, you know, I think that also plays a big, a big part into everything too. Will you be old enough to vote in this presidential election? Um, I won't, you know, I'm still 17. I'm coming, I'm kind of young, but you know, my brother is going to be voting. So this is going to be his first year voting. And, um, you know, that's, that's something that's, you know, important as an American, obviously. Yeah. This age is, this ages me a little bit, but my first presidential election, I turned 18 just barely enough in time to be able to vote in the 2008, the Barack, the first Barack Obama election. And looking back, I thought that was a, you know, a big one. Um, but I realize now that now my high school experience was nothing compared to what you guys probably perceive the world as being. Uh, let's switch it back over. I'll, I'll, we'll end on a funny note. Um, I always like to ask guys if they got any pregame rituals or routines. And everyone says, no, 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 the first time through. And then we get to the fact that they got something funny or dumb or whatever it is that they do every game day. How about you? Um, you know, I don't have anything specific. No, oh, come on. There's got to be something. Always- we always, you know, we're always listening to music in there. We're always having a good time. You know, anybody at Helix can tell you that, you know, the locker room experience is something that's 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 different. And, the, you know, the bagpipe, that whole experience is, is different. And, yeah, that's and me, nuts. Me personally, yeah, and me personally, um, I'm, I, I'm not I, – I usually always do something with my – how I dress. You know, I spend um, time spatting in the locker room. So I usually always do something different with that before every game. So I think, you know, that's, that's, but there's no pregame. You always got to have a burrito or you got to have this one certain something, nothing like that. No, nah, other than, other than music, you know, of course me, I'm a big okay. music person. Okay. That's, well then, then, then let it, let us in on some of the, some of the tunes, man. Give us a little, give us like a top five of your pregame slaps that I don't even know if slaps probably aren't even a term for songs anymore, <laughs> but uh, give us some of your top five pregame slaps from last season. Um, well, definitely, you know, in the locker room, we played, you know, NBA young boy, 
you know, Roddy Rich, you know, we played, you know, a lot of rap, a lot of different people, but um, yeah, there's nothing, no specifics, but we definitely have to have some tunes going in there. You know, you definitely have to feel something, you know, when you walk around the corner or, you know, when we see the line, you know, lined up, you know, to get into the games, we're definitely always playing some types of tunes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's mandatory. And, you know, the, the bagpipes, you know, everybody's sitting there waiting for that. That's, that's something that's big too. Can we get you to, uh, you say you're a big music person. Can we get you to be one of our music correspondents this year? Can you, uh, if we give you uh, control of our Spotify, can you give us a playlist every Friday? Yes, I can. You know, right. definitely something that, that you come to me for. Fair enough. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to hold you to that. We got, we got a couple weeks to still figure out technologically how to get this all done, but yes, we will have you do our Spotify takeover for, for football Friday nights this season. His name is Jaden. You're going to want to love to, you got to, you got to watch this kid play. He is speedy and he is dynamic and he's going to be here in San Diego for hopefully only three more years. And then he goes on to the NFL and uh, gets a big old contract there. Maybe four years if he sticks around for all of college. We thank you so much for being on with us, my man. We will see you around this football season. Hopefully we're like 60 something days out. So fingers crossed that, uh, that we'll get to see you soon enough. And our next interview doesn't have to be over zoom. We really appreciate it. Folks, Keep on supporting these kids. Keep on sending out positive vibes. Everyone stay safe, stay distant, and we will talk to you guys soon.